0: Find Reese's now at a store near you. I know. I thought a great start. Welcome to Who Arted, where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. I'm your host, Kyle Wood, and before I get started on this week's mini episode on the pyramids at Giza, I did want to take a moment to just Say a big thank you to everybody who's been listening and telling their friends. I have noticed that this show has gotten a bit of an uptick lately. Um, Quite a few more downloads in the last month or so. And I appreciate all of you who have helped to spread the word about the show. And I'd really appreciate it if you could help me keep that momentum going by just leaving a rating or review on your favorite podcast app to help others discover the show. Now, as I said, the subject for today's mini episode is going to be the pyramids at Giza. The pyramids constructed by the ancient Egyptians at Giza are the last of the seven wonders of the ancient world that still remain. These massive stone monuments have left people awestruck for thousands of years. True to the distinction as wonders of the ancient world, people have wondered and speculated about how the Great Pyramids were constructed pretty much as long as they've been around. While some conspiracy theorists like to talk about aliens because they cannot conceive of a world in which ancient people could figure out how to build a pile, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the pyramids were built by people. For a long time, it was believed that the labor of enslaved people was used to construct the pyramids. But from what I have been reading, archaeologists tend to believe that was not actually the case. There is evidence that many of the people working there were actually um, well-respected, well-paid. They were skilled laborers. and. Um, Some say it was considered to have been an honor to be constructing such a monumental work, so it may have been a sought-after position to be building the pyramids. Archaeologists have found evidence of encampments around the pyramids, suggesting that there was a group of skilled craftsmen permanently stationed to work while crews around 2,000 workers would be brought in seasonally. Wet silt would essentially lubricate the path, making it smoother and easier for the men to move the two-and-a-half-ton blocks from the quarry to the construction site. Archaeologists believe that groups of 20 would pull each stone, and around 300 stone blocks could be transported from the quarry to the pyramid each day. Even with a large crew, that's a lot of work. So why do all that? The pyramids were burial sites for the pharaohs. The entire form is based on the sun. Ancient Egyptian mythology stated that the first pharaoh was Ra, the sun god. The pharaohs were descendants of Ra, and after they died, they would go up into the sky walking on the sun's rays. The earliest pyramids were step pyramids, literally stairs leading up into the sky. At the time of the construction, the Great Pyramids were covered in a smooth casing of polished limestone so they would reflect the sun's light and shine in the desert, making them visible from miles away. The Pyramid of Khufu was built around 2500 BCE, and it was the tallest man-made structure in the world at the time. It held on to that distinction, remaining the tallest man-made structure for over 3,000 years, until 1311, when the Lincoln Cathedral was built. I have to imagine the pyramids gleaming in the desert sun would have been quite the awe-inspiring sight in their prime. Of course, over the years, people pried the limestone off for use in other construction projects. While we typically see photographs of the pyramids surrounded by desert sands. If the photographer snapped a photo from the other side, we would see the pyramids next to a vast metropolis. Cairo is home to around 20 million people. It's one of the biggest urban centers in Africa, so the ancient wonders sit next to modern conveniences. If you want to go see the pyramids at Giza in the morning, you can stop off at Pizza Hut for lunch. It's an interesting juxtaposition that forces people to confront the tension between progress and preservation. The pyramids are a UNESCO World Heritage Site, but preservation efforts have required rerouting planned highways and other efforts that lead some to question the degree to which those living today must be inconvenienced to preserve monuments to those who died thousands of years ago. Interestingly, as they were constructed as a giant burial chamber, this is kind of the problem that has been with the pyramids from their creation. I mean, thousands of workers, the living, were spending years, decades working to create something for the pharaoh when he died. It's said that it would cost about a billion dollars to build a pyramid. And that's not even including the vast treasures that were buried inside with the pharaohs. On some level, it feels painful to dedicate so much effort and so many resources to people who wouldn't be around to enjoy them. At the same time, these monuments are a World Heritage Site. It is a major tourist attraction and a boon to the tourism industry in Egypt today. And it was an awe-inspiring sight in the time of their creation. The pyramids have been a wonder of the world for several millennia. So I guess that billion dollars is probably a pretty good investment. Of course, pollution, grave robbing, planned demolition, other man-made threats have chipped away at the pyramids over the millennia, proving the one constant in humanity appears to be we cannot have nice things. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted, part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. If you found this tolerable, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week on social media at Who Arted Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and of course, on the website whoartedpodcast.com Podcast Done.